Yes. By yes. By times they are a changing. Welcome to the show, everybody. Ooh, live once yeah. again. I mean, we just love going live in 2023, it seems like. Oh, dude, I always love doing these live, man. Hang Thank on. You. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add guests real quick. I'm going to roll back over to Facebook real quick. I'm going to send one person an early invite link. Ooh, a special someone. Uh-huh. And also, we might be even having a guest on Shotcast this week. Yes, yes. So, yeah. We have a pretty good show for you tonight. We're going to do... Do we want to tell them? We want, ah, we'll just tell them. Yeah. It's Valentine's Day. Some of y'all struck out and you yeah. lost. But never again, because... We're going to be listening to your problems, and Dustin's going to be giving you some good advice. My cat's eating very loudly in the, <laughs> in the corner over there. I'm going to give you some love advice, and we're going to make sure that this don't happen to you again. Plus, there is some guilty mofos out there that just go around being assholes, and nobody has the, right, uh, nobody has the balls to put them in their place until now. And that man is Judge Caputo. And Caputo's court is going to be happening tonight. Yeah. And of course, our main event, we're going to be reviewing Bucket of Trouble by Izzy Stradlin. All of that in the next hour, hopefully. We're going to try to stick to an hour this time. Yeah. Of course, we never fucking do. But You're getting at least an hour from us. That's our minimum, okay? <laughs> you know, as Axl Rose would say, we already played our 90 minutes. I can walk the fuck out right now. <laughs> I mean, you want to keep throwing be, shit, or we can go fucking home. <laughs> it used to be thirty minutes, and we would always go like because the older episodes are always like forty-five, yeah. fifty, and then we just gave up on that. And and yeah. now that we know each other well, we bullshit most of the time. So pretty much, yeah. I say, if it's cool with you, that we uh go ahead and get this show started, Chris. Yeah, my friend Dustin Bones hit that intro. Episode 208 of yeah. live again, uh, as as promised, you know, a little post-Valentine's Day thing for y'all. Yeah, Hello. yeah, the Super Bowl happened this week, so I couldn't mm. make it, which I'll tell you about. We had a wild time. We had a fun time. Hell yeah, man. Congrats, then, by the way. I, my, my prediction was yeah. pretty fucking close. I said Kansas by no more than five points, and they won by, what, three? Three, yeah. Three. I, said, I said by three points. I said we'd win by a field goal. Um, uh, but I didn't expect it to get up in the thirties. I thought it'd be in the twenties. I thought the defenses on both sides would be a little bit stronger. No, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I was going to go like over at least 50 points for sure. It's not gonna be one of those like shitty Super Bowls. Was it like two, three years ago? It was like 17, seven. Oh yeah. I hate it when it's like that. It, it usually isn't though. Cause I mean, you know, Everywhere. you've got basically two leagues might as well, but it used to be two leagues. The NFL used to be the NFL and the AFL. And then they merged in, like, I think the 80s. Yeah, so, like 70s and, was early 80s or something. And then they did the Raw and SmackDown split and became the Pretty NFC much. and the AFC. Yeah. But, yeah, but the important thing is worldwide, 
to our audience. America is still undefeated in the Super Bowl. <laughs> they won by an American team every year. <laughs> USA, USA, USA. Until in like, 50, like 20 years, the, the CFL folds and then all the Canadian teams come in. Oh, wouldn't that be some shit? I don't know, though. That might actually make things pretty interesting if the CFL merges with, and then they have, like, a Canadian conference. That would be interesting, honestly. But the thing is, I don't don't know what that, though. I think, like, Buffalo would have a hard time with that because Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills are, like, Canada's teams. It's, like, the closest thing. Well, how many teams are in the CFL? Um, Like, nine or ten. Alexa, how many teams are in the CFL? There are nine teams in the CFL. Well, there you go. Nine. Nine. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you'd probably have to lose one of them, maybe. That'd be your last season. Who's going to yeah. lose? Be interested. XFL starts. If you're, if you're a football fan, XFL starts this weekend. Oh, yeah. On Sunday. I see the Rock promoting that shit on Instagram. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Got them battle hawks. Caw-caw. Anyway, uh, we do got some other news, though. Oh, yeah, let me tell you about my Super Bowl party while we're on the subject. Yeah. I'm just going to tell this story real quick. Um, yeah. And I'll probably tell it next week on the old 77. Just uh, heads up. Um, so my girlfriend and I, we knew we didn't want to just watch it at home. As I watch every game at home, this was a this was WrestleMania. This was this was a, this was a, a big show, so I needed to go somewhere for it. So at first, I went to Water Tower, which has never let me down before. I love Water Tower; it's one of my favorite bars in Jeff City. We'll probably go there. More on that later. Uh, and but anyway, the uh, we got there at five o'clock. And the kitchen closed. Uh, now we're closing the kitchen at five today for the Super Bowl. And I said, well, that's fucking stupid. So what? I was like, because I'm going to where I'm going to watch the game. So instead we went to B-dubs. Because once I got sat down, I mean, show game started at 530. Once kickoff started, whatever screen I was looking at was going to be the one I'm staring at the next four hours. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was a good call. Because there was more room at B-dubs. Uh, we got good food. All, you know, all we wanted to drink. I didn't really want to drink all that much. I took some edibles, but I didn't want to drink all of them. <laughs> now that we got legal weed, dude, alcohol is going to take a kick in the ass. I was going to say, so you're on edibles watching that the uh, Rihanna halftime show. You're probably tripping balls, all the platforms and shit. Oh, no. No, honestly, I needed a break during that because, like, those chairs were hard, so I was standing up. But that's okay because I stand up when I watch football anyway. And... Because, you know, they need to hear me when I'm screaming at the screen, you know. <laughs> hey, I just got my second Super Bowl ring for being an armchair quarterback, okay? <laughs> I need to go get plastic fake Super Bowl rings made for my for my armchair quarterbacking. <laughs> I, I, I did at one point, me and my ex-girlfriend, we, she was into football too. We talked about getting trading cards made of us. And having position like I was going to be armchair quarterback, and she was going to be like uh, couch screamer or couch some screamer. shit. <laughs> yeah, but we had that's a really like good time. I... <laughs> yeah, that sounds like awesome, man. And dude, when we won, oh my god, when we won, 
that place fucking well after we got that field goal and only left them eight seconds on the clock that place erupted and uh well you know by then oh yeah and plus the drinks had already been flowing everybody's cheering it was like being at a party but you had a lot more space Mm -hmm. and um so they um they had eight seconds left on the clock and i started getting nervous because Last time I saw eight seconds on a clock, the Kansas City Chiefs won a game in eight seconds. We were down by two uh, touchdowns, and we got them in eight seconds to bring it into overtime. We got a touchdown. We got an interception and a touchdown. I think is how it went. I don't remember. Either way, we we, we, we tied the motherfucker up and won the game with eight seconds left on the clock. And uh, so when I saw eight seconds, I was like, oh, fuck. They're going to beat us at our, our own game, aren't they? No, <laughs> no. We managed to drag out another four, so they didn't have time to do shit. Hell no. And, of course, everybody's bitching about the refs now. And I get it because I've been there when, you know, we really did get screwed the last time Kansas City went to the Super Bowl and we got Tom Brady. We had to play against Tom Brady's wallet. Yeah. yeah. You had to That's- play against the script Tom Brady wrote at the last minute. But see, there wasn't a lot of replays. Like if you if if they call something and they can't replay it, mm-hmm. after like the fifth or sixth one, you start to get a little fucking suspicious. Yeah. And when like Kansas City would score, they would uh, throw a penalty flag, and then mm-hmm. they'd get together and figure out why. Weird shit. <laughs> Piss me off. But yeah. That's 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 it. That's all that happened. We just had a really good time at Buffalo Wild Wings. And uh, I'll tell you what I didn't do. I didn't do my fucking taxes because I got my state return already. In two weeks, I got my federal, I got my state. All Within two weeks, I had everything filed and got everything returned because I used TurboTax. So if you want to also not do your taxes, then click the link in the description of this and probably any of our last three podcasts. It's not in the description on uh, the live stream right now, unfortunately. But uh, come back for the replay and click the link in the description uh, and join us. Uh, Yeah. What is up, Diana? Diana's giving us a... uh, Oh, she's she's saying go Eagles. She's giving us the Ooh. Eagles there at the end. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, 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 welcome anyway, Diana. We love you anyway. Uh, sorry, the script but... changed at the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, now that like I, I see that shit like going like viral all over like Twitter and stuff, I'm just like I imagine like Roger Goodell being like a Vince McMahon type and like ripping the script over at the last minute. Change it all. <laughs> this is change it all. I want to change the way. fucking tank. <laughs> how would you how would you fake football though? Because you still have to catch the ball. You know what I mean? That's like, true. Unless you put like paid stuntmen or something. <laughs> um well they're all paid stuntmen, technically. I mean I was gonna say, we're, we're gonna replace them all with AI. That's it. Oh no. AI That's ball. The, it's not football anymore. <laughs> we just have a bunch of robots. They already have that. It's called uh what's that? Where, you remember on Spike TV you just come on after Raw? I don't know. I'm older oh. than you. So there used, used to be like the show. robot car things and these battle like, bots. robot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Battle <laughs> bots. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Just be a bunch of battle. Bots. used to come on after like TNA too, when it was on spike. 
Oh, dude, yeah. And when AI takes over boxing, it'll be rock'em sock'em robots. It'll be Literally. dude. That I don't know though. I, that might be cool. Like you go to a casino and they've just got two giant rock'em sock'em it's robots. Like Boom! In a, in, a, in, a, in a ring, and then you all gather around the ring and bet, place your bets, and then yeah, that's that'd 20s, be cool. That's it. <laughs> that would be interesting, dude. Like, I, if I like, went to a casino like and they like had that. that, I would not leave. I would stay right there till I ran. I'd be like the new roulette, bro. You could lose twenty grand in thirty seconds, sorry. <laughs> or double it. Who knows? It'd be 50 50 odds. So you'd only double yeah. your money is the most you could do. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm giving you ideas. The AI that's listening, because I got Alexa right here, who I adore very much. My future master here. Maybe they'll <laughs> give me this one. We have a good relationship. <laughs> but um, yeah, we also got some other rock and roll news to talk about. November Rain. Has hit two billion views on YouTube. Woo. Huge. Woo. Man. Huge. Yo, hang on. I'm working on it. Hey, hey, there we go. All right, that's enough. Uh yeah, but November Rain has hit two billion views on YouTube. Remember when it was a billion? How long ago was that? Like a year and a half, I want to say. I remember we talked about doing something with Tara and Robin when it was two billion, but I, I don't think that is going to happen. Speaking of them, they're finally back with a new episode, so um, check that out, guys. Yeah, I listened to it. I was going to try to reach out to them and ask them if they wanted to come on, but they're hard to get in touch with. You have to email. I ain't going to tell yeah. how you do it, but there's you have to go yeah. about it. You can't just message them on Facebook, which I get because if they did, they probably just have an inbox full of dick pics. Yeah, I'm, I mean, uh, I'm being real. I mean, they're mm. both beautiful ladies. Men are fucking scum <laughs> on the internet. Men on the internet are fucking scum. Yeah, because I randomly, like, even speaking of that, I randomly come across one, like, on my Twitter. It's like this like, female comedian, I guess. She's like, oh, yeah, happy found the uh, day in the life of being a female comedian. It's like some dude, like, sending dick pics. And he's like, you're ugly as fuck, but I still let you blow. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Get Have a you ever, do you know who Jordan Grace is? Yeah, the, the yeah female wrestler. Yeah, so she has two books out, both called yeah. DMs of a indie female wrestler. I think. Yeah, she Where literally she, wrote a whole book, just posted screenshots of them in the book. Yeah, literally published all of her DMs. Yeah, fucking that's pretty fuckers. Good. I mean, good. Like, dude. Okay, so like, if I've left a hateful comment before. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I, I'm not going to go in somebody's inbox and yeah. take time out of my day to trash somebody. I mean, who's winning? Because it damn sure ain't you. <laughs> damn sure. If, you, if you're the guy that's in somebody's inbox sending them hateful messages, you're not the one that's winning here, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, you're the well, one you taking to, time yeah. out of your day. Exactly. You got to step back and uh, go to the fucking kitchen or something. Get the fuck off the computer for like an hour. <laughs> I don't know, man. Figure out how to go be touch a grass. Fucking human. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. That I ain't that big a piece of shit. <laughs> I might be no a way. piece of shit, but I ain't never slid into somebody's DMs. <laughs> yeah, doing dumb shit like that. Like, oh. Oh, oh. he messaged me. How long y'all? About an hour. If you're watching, you know who you are. I'm not going to announce it again. <laughs> They're going to start calling my bluff. <laughs> but uh yeah about an hour if you want to come in for five ten minutes that'll be cool we ain't oh, gonna yeah. make you stay the whole show 
Uh, but uh, yeah, so I think that's the first pre YouTube video to make it that far. Am I right? Yeah, I'd say so. It's the first, I guess, video released in the 1990s. I think to hit it was the first video from the 90s to hit one billion. It's probably November I, rain. I end up probably gonna be the first one to hit two billion. I think it seems like so. It took them long enough to make their fucking money back. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the payout on that is. Uh, I don't know. Maybe for like, would it depend on like subscriber count or it's just all based on views and clicks and shit? I don't know. I don't know how they do it anymore. So they've reprivatized it. When I was a partner in 09 was the last time. Uh, the uh, Well, thanks, Mason. Mason says, thanks for checking out the show. Yeah, thanks, bro. Uh, but yeah, the... Uh, when I was a partner back in 2009, they put ads on those banners at the bottom. And mm -hmm. one of the rules was you can't say, hey, click this to do something. Yeah. And, I remember you used to get those other ones where you can click them off, whatever, and they would just pop up just like that. Yeah. But people had to click on the ad. Mm -hmm. And then you got paid for everybody that clicked on the ad. But you couldn't tell them to, and you couldn't make like a graphic that said, hey, click this ad. Yeah. So I make it very like spam baity kind of. Yeah, I tell all my friends to go in. Like, you don't even have to turn the sound on because we were just getting iPhones. Go to mm -hmm. my video, hit play on it. Yeah, you can leave it muted. Uh, and um, click the ad for me, bro. Mason says, did you not see the comment I replied to? I can't. Okay, with us, all we can see, it's like a chat room. Yeah, we, we can't. Yeah, we can't see the comments. They pop up like a like a like a kind of like how Discord does on the side. Yeah. <clears throat> so we can't see if you're replying to somebody, we can't see it. It looks like a whole new uh thing. But uh anyway, what else happened in the news? You had another one. Um so another sort of like GNR news. It seems like they sponsored a, a NASCAR car. Why? I don't know. I guess that's targets their demographic now. Middle-aged rednecks, I guess. Now part of the gym. <laughs> I mean, I don't get why you would bother. Um, Unless you're actually promoting something, then like, what's the point? Yeah, that's my point. I mean, they're not putting out a new record. Were they yeah. promoting the box set? No. Would, unless you're like promoting a North American tour, okay, I could kind of see that. Sure, but like, they're not touring until like June, and they're going to like Europe for like a few days. That's it. Hmm. I, I don't guess know. the first officially announced show was like all the way in June. They're doing like some shows in England. Um, uh, I will not be attending any of those. Uh, you know what? I will be attending Ghost. Yeah. In St. Louis. August 11th. And I've already bought my ticket. I wonder who will join me. At Riverport Amphitheater Ooh. for Ghost. Well, I, I know one. I know, I know both of both of those people. <laughs> <laughs> we also have some really big announcements coming closer to August. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> if that didn't give it away with a big hint. 
Mason says he will be seeing Duff later this year, but not with GNR. Oh, well. I wouldn't go there. Duff's, I guess, doing some solo stuff. Um, Hey, why doesn't Slash resume his fucking SMKC tour? Was that like just for two months? That was it. Yeah, like they had like a short tour after the fourth album came out. And then, like, oh, sorry, busy with GNR again. I kind of want to take Rick to see Slash and Miles Kennedy because I want to stress test this band. Yeah. <laughs> <Stress> <laughs> test. He's only bad from GNR shows, not from Slash's solo stuff. Come on. <laughs> what do we get there? Slash calls him on stage, gives him a high five. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Axel. I know the guy. Oh, he's going to see Iggy Pop in Los Angeles with Chad Smith on drums and uh, Duff on the bass. Nice. Yo, that's that pretty like cool, man. Yeah, because Iggy Pop just dropped an album with the same guy that produced Ozzy's last two albums. Well, Frost, since we're good friends, I'm going to tell you, if you find yourself in St. Louis around August 11th, a ghost is playing in Riverport, and you might see a few familiar faces there. Hell yeah. Oh, one of them might join me later if he gets done eating his fucking bacon. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just fucking died. Um, anyway. Eating his fucking bacon. That was the last text I got. It's like, I'm almost done with this bacon. Okay. What did Why you have to kill you... the cow and cook it? <laughs> the pig, whatever. <laughs> it's homemade. It's a real shit. Put ghost in my calendar for that date already when you first brought it up. Well, looks like this show might get a little wilder than we thought. You know what's legal shit. in Missouri? Same thing. It's legal in Chicago, Frost. Shit, we're a few people away from a sausage fest then, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I have a feeling we're probably not going to get laid that night. <laughs> I don't know. Mostly that. because I live in a one-bedroom house. Yeah. And I can see the living room from the bedroom through that balcony up there. Yeah. And one of us is married. <laughs> and <laughs> Also, these so, chicks at ghost concerts are too busy looking at freaking Tobias Forge, so. That's fine. He can get them all greased up for me. Uh, yeah, man. He's got some crazy stands. Who needs a bedroom to get laid is what Frost just commented. Me. Yeah. I don't want an audience. This is a special one-on-one time. It's a private show. Exactly. I want to be on like a Missouri Gone Wild or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that's uh, we got a lot of exciting shit to talk about soon. I don't want to start giving too much away. Well, we've already pretty much gave it away. Kind Who of cares? halfway. I mean, without actually yeah. saying it, but yeah, I was say, we uh, just won't officially. Be interesting we just won't officially video. confirm it. Yeah. On the show until closer to time, but we've got yeah. a studio set. <laughs> we've got we got we got we got a, we got two shows booked. We got a kind of a busy weekend. I mean, we got. Yeah. Two podcast appearances that'll need to be made. Mm-hmm. One um, fucking incredible show, and then probably be hung over the next day. I don't know. We got to have a rest day in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh Lord, he says it wouldn't be the first time with my with viewers. 
Well, you gotta no, not me, bud. Not me. Well, I'll say not me, but you know, let's talk money. <laughs> let's talk money. Speaking of uh getting a girl on the floor and making sexy time, uh, and all that good lovey dovey stuff. I know some of you guys had a rough Valentine's Day, but it's okay because your boy Dustin is here to help you with some good old fashioned relationship advice. Oh, so, yeah. Chris, what do you say we get started in solving some other people's problems real quick? And let me let me make somebody's life a little better today. Hell yeah! Well, um, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Dustin Bones Love Connection. It's been a while. It has been. We it's been some we, time. We knocking the dust off of this bit. We you know the the day after the day of love. The day after the rest of y'all dock some dust off of it. Yeah. <laughs> after the rest of y'all maybe made a baby or something. Mm. We'll, see if you in, we'll see if you regret in three months. Yeah. You should have just uh, took her to McDonald's like I did. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't take my girl to McDonald's. I don't like her knowing I eat there. I'm ashamed. You can only order off the dollar menu. I'm fucking broke. <laughs> Shit, I'm ashamed to be seen eating McDonald's. It's so bad. I get McDonald's. I don't even let it come in my house. I sit out in the car after I get home. I pull in the driveway and sit out in the car and eat my McDonald's like the shameful trash human that I am for having. Yeah. When you just dig it deep in like a garbage bin. <laughs> nobody wants to nobody, nobody must know. It must be buried deep. Yeah. Buried like six feet under in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why don't you why don't you read me my first uh, person who is seeking my advice by not asking me directly, instead going to Reddit and posting anonymously? Yeah, uh, shout out to our uh, slash relationship underscore advice. Uh, that's a subreddit you want to go to for this kind of stuff. Um, okay, speaking of Valentine's Day, let's get right into it. This one. Um, so this one, my boyfriend didn't get me anything for Valentine's Day, and then asked me about an open relationship. <laughs> that's fucking ballsy, dude. You gotta admire that. Yes, true. Um, so, and she goes on here. I guess the uh, the female here we're talking. Uh, I mentioned and asked for him to plan something a week ago. I've also mentioned to him multiple <laughs> times in the four years we've been together. That Sounds he like ever he did. Plan, <laughs> he doesn't ever plan anything for my birthday, holidays, doesn't get me gifts, etc. And how that's something that's really specific, or sorry, really special and important to me. You gotta read that love language, bro. If you don't know that shit, you're might as well start speaking something else. Dumbass. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, I got him flowers and treats and snacks, and he promised he'd make it up to me. So I said, all right, let's see what he does. Then this morning, he texts me while still in bed, and I'm taking care of the kids. Can I ask you a hypothetical question? Is there any scenario where you'd consider being in an open relationship? What? Yeah, yeah just just text her that. Just text her and say, yeah, I'm done with this shit. I've uh, been there. He's asked this before, and my answer is always no. And I told him repeatedly that if we were going to have a better sexual relationship, and in brackets, pretty stale at this point, he has wow. to put more effort into our relationship. Does the bare minimum on a good day. Uh, they constantly fight about chores, kids, uh, yada, yada, and all that stuff. Uh, basically, I'm just in complete and utter shock right now that he thought this was the time to ask me that question. After making me feel unimportant and like he can't put one second of effort into making me happy or showing he loves me. What would you all suggest doing in this scenario? All right. So my first question is, does she mention how big his penis is? 
Uh, no, there is no mention of of the size of the dog. Okay, what about how much money he has? Uh, nothing, nothing about that. Okay, so I'm a little confused. There's got to be more to the story because you wouldn't still be with him if you didn't have one of the two. Mm-hmm. And being this fucking blatantly, which in a way I'm kind of like, yeah, go boy. But in a way, I'm like, eh, it's kind of a dick move. <laughs> like if it's not, that sounds like something you tell your buddies you did. Not something yeah. you actually do. Like, yeah, I just said, for... bitch. I said, this it's is like a hype boost thing. You know, like, oh, sounds... I'm so, I'm a man still. Yeah. Like, I, I might brag to my buddies that I did this, but I didn't actually do it. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Never. So I didn't even take that bitch nothing for Valentine's Day. Instead, I'm like, look, we're going to have threesome with your cousin. Because <laughs> she's hot. No, um, it sounds to me, in all seriousness, like you're dating um, what we call in my field, which is expertise, um, a dumbass, okay? I would agree. Uh, (laughs) You're dating a dumbass. And um, I guess if the donger money is worth it, then keep going. Otherwise, I mean, look, man, it ain't hard to lose a woman. Look at since the time I've I've been through forums since we started the show. <laughs> like, God damn, bro! It ain't hard to lose a woman. You're like the uh, Mick Jagger of podcasts, hosts. You're just going through pussy. <laughs> well, I lived with one through all of season two. That's she yeah, even true. came on from time to time. Season two, and I think a bit of three. Was it? Oh, maybe I don't know. Maybe I think I forget that we're on four. Anyway, yeah. God damn. <laughs> four years of the shit we've been doing this Ooh. um anyway no i would say probably at this point you're the dumbass because i mean like if this ain't the first and he brought it up in the past right like yeah, she's told that's him what's no, been mentioned. yeah i'm not gonna be in a relationship open relationship she's told him in the past plus he, she's told him in the past like hey why don't we ever do anything like for my birthday or anything like that well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm breaking a little bit of band law here, but I'm just going to tell you straight up why you don't never do it. Because, bitch, you don't matter. <laughs> and that's just, that's me ripping off the Band-Aid. Yeah, I mean, it's either that or he's already, like, one foot off the door. And I guess he's just, like, oh. doesn't have the balls to just be like, get out of there, I'm done, you know. He's going to, pro- if, if she don't know where he lives, he's going to ghost, he'd ghost her ass. Yeah, or if they don't and live together, I don't know, you know. She'd have done been ghosted. But I don't know. I I say, uh, now I thought I'd have something funny for this, but not really. I can't even think of nothing funny to say. Uh, uh-oh, Frost is saying, giving away all our secrets here. Not all of them, just that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd say you're the dumbass for keeping putting up with that shit. Because all she's got to do is look her head out the door, go you, and then he'll he'll be like, oh, me? And boom, another man. That's all a woman has to do. All a woman's got to do is go to the grocery store, point to a man and say, you. And usually it's like, all right, he's down. But it's hard. It's it's easy as fuck to lose a woman. (laughs) These days, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I lost my last one over some shit I didn't even do. So <laughs> you and me both, amigo. <laughs> uh no a little bit more relationship advice for the ladies. Don't accuse him of some shit he didn't do. Because nothing will make him more furious. Amen. What's our who's our next victim? I mean, uh 
Victim. <laughs> What's our next scenario here? Um, okay. Uh, luckily, I found this one before I got removed. Um, found out my girlfriend had sex with someone else the same day we first had sex. How long were you dating? Well, let's see. Well, we're going to get into the backstory here. It's it's a it's a tad long, but okay. So my girlfriend and I have been official couple for almost six months. We met last summer on an app, hit it off. Uh, ended up, you know, after several weekends of seeing each other, we ended up hooking up, and a week later, we decided to become, you know, put the label on it. Uh, during that time, she's being very flirty in the text and sent me some nudes. Very nice. Please share. You uh, got recycled, bro. I hate to <laughs> That's just straight from the drive file. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had uh, a girl send me nudes that a buddy had already sent me. <laughs> hey, Matt, they're still good. Why not? Oh, yeah, yeah. I pretended they were new, like I'd never seen these before. Yeah, magic. Um. Anyways, of course, I welcomed them, did not think much about the pictures, till a couple months later, I realized one of the nudes seemed to be taken in a room I did not recognize, and it was not a selfie. Wait, and then this gets fucking weirder. Whoa. Whoa. I, then lo- I then looked up the timestamp and location, and it was definitely taken in an apartment close by I did not recognize in the same day. A few hours before we hooked up. <laughs> Motherfucker went FBI on the bitch. Bro, I tried to rationalize telling myself it may be at a family member's house or at one of her girlfriend's houses. She did let me know that she had an OnlyFans. So I just thought it was just content. Oh, oh no. I also oh, tried telling myself. Bro, I don't need to hear anymore. I, I'm, I'm uh, just reading this bro. for the first time too. And I saw that. I was like, oh, bro, I'm cringe. done. At this point, oh. Oh. I don't need to hear anymore. Bro really no dick but you see it's the problem with women we just give out dick willy-nilly all right only fans no dick premium chats no dick looking for somebody to take care of me and my baby no dick <laughs> y'all just gotta quit giving it out boys shit why you think why you think why you think pussy is such a commodity and dick is such a, a fucking throwawayable fucking thing because we give it away. If this was a stock, that shit would be crashed, man. Damn. If, you can't just be out there giving it away. Oh, I got an OnlyFans. <laughs> no dick. <laughs> I had a very, had a very similar. Mason says I had a very similar situation, except I did recognize the location, and it was my own house. Shut the fuck. I hope you found it on OnlyFans. That dick looks real familiar. <laughs> Where have I seen that dick before? Hmm. Yeah, let me go on my dick database and try and find it. <laughs> Look, oh, there's so much, only so much designs on the wall. On there's only CD maybe screen. there's only maybe two dicks I can identify just from uh just from looks alone. Mine and Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you, Rick. I don't need a dick pic. I have gotten many. This fucker sends me dick pics all the time. Like, and he does it. He thinks he thinks I ain't gonna figure out it's him. But I get a I get a text message from a number I do not know. Open it up, and it's always a dick pic. <laughs> oh, one time. <laughs> Go ahead. My mama got a dick pic one time on Christmas. Oh, I, I think you, you mentioned the story. I think you did. Yeah, when I set up, I used the dick, and then and then she he sent it on Facebook Messenger, so I used Facebook to get his address to get pictures of him and the dick pic, 
and I put them all together in a nice package and I made him a um, grinder account. I don't know if it didn't start out as one, but it became one somehow. <laughs> I think you need to clarify for the people listening to the audio version that that was a comment that somebody yeah. left us. Rick yeah. said, love a good dick pic story. Anyway, who's my next? Uh, no, no dick for you, ma'am. You you'll get no dick. Uh, no, 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 that. <laughs> and if you and if you put up with that shit, you're you're the dumbass. So right. no, no sympathy for you whatsoever. You should have no known. Everybody wants a wild bitch till you get a wild bitch. I'm just gonna tell you exactly. <laughs> Trust me. All right. Quote Scott Steiner, you get no sympathy for me. You got your fetish. Give an ass. You get no sympathy for me, boy. <laughs> all right uh proceed with the next one number three okay so i i 26 male need to get better with my girlfriend uh who's 25 farting in front of me uh let me preface what? this by saying i know i'm the asshole in this situation that's actually the next segment but thanks anyways yeah we're not there yet <laughs> and, uh, i just need advice on how i can get better i grew up in a very strict old school house and my family and i weren't very open with each other we didn't fart or burp in front of each other. And even if we did, we said, excuse me, immediately moved on. Now that I started dating, my girlfriend will let huge farts out while we're laying in bed. And she says, <laughs> she knows I'm judging her for it. I don't mean to be rude. I'm just not comfortable with that. And though, though I don't like it, I know it's a completely normal bodily function. How do I get better dealing with something that makes me feel uncomfortable since I've had so many years of being taught that it was gross and not right? Again, I know I sound crazy and stupid, but I can tell it's bothering her. <laughs> And I just want to be better for her. Good for you, man. Yeah. I, okay. Here's what you do, man. You wait till you and hers in the bed together and you got the sheets pulled up. And when she lets a big one rip under the covers, you shove her head under and you hold her in in her own Dutch oven. Oh, Dutch and, oven. That's what's called. I was like, wait a minute. I know this yeah. trick. <laughs> or a German tanning bed. I also call it a German tanning bed. <laughs> oh, the relative cousin of the Dirty Sanchez. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the worst spray on tan ever. Uh, our, <laughs> our friend is trying to join us, but it looks like it won't. Try it in Chrome. <laughs> Says it won't open in Safari. I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. I've never. That I, know, I use Chrome and it works fine for me. So yeah, I use Chrome also. Yeah, fuck Safari. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll get to come in. But, uh, yeah, bro, uh, first off, I mean, you just silly, man. That's just silly. Yeah. Rip one back to her. Exactly. Give her, I give mean, her, give her a dose. That game. Hell yeah, man. Well, or, give her, yeah. give her a nose full of your, of her own medicine. Like, <laughs> just don't give her a pink eye. No, nah, nah. no. Hit her with <laughs> the old Dutch oven a couple of times. Oh yeah. You think, you think you better at this than me? All right. Now I feel like, see, if my girl did that, I'd feel like she's challenging me. I feel like my dominance is being challenged here. You know what I mean? And you got to keep your dominance established. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. Hit her with the old Dutch oven. Give her the Dutch. old weren't weren't a couple of times. And I mean, it was, I was going to also mention either that, or maybe like disguise the sound. Like it was reminds me of this one family guy joke where, where, where Peter would take time to farts with the thunder outside. <laughs> <I> go, <laughs> and then just like, you know, like whatever, do your thing. 
I used to do that with my wife, but I'd cough either too soon or too late. Yeah. Or like just clap while you fart at the same time. You could have it. You'd just be like one of those like like toys that do just do this. <laughs> give her the old uh get put her head under the covers, play the old Punjabi drum roll. And... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's what I'm going to call my farts from now on. It's a Punjabi drum roll. <laughs> it's better than the Punjabi prison. Yeah. Wrestling reference. Much. <laughs> oh, I thought he was here. Oh, maybe. We're just getting a black screen. I watch everybody watching is going to get. You got to allow for video. Damn it. <laughs> we'll see if he pops up or not. All right. Uh, I'll cover that one back. more if you want. Yeah, go ahead. This one's a bit longer, though, so let's see. Um, is my fiancé addicted to porn, or am I overthinking things? You're overthinking things. I don't need to hear it. Yeah. There's no uh, such thing. Yeah, Me and my fiancé have been together for five years, engaged for two. In the span of our five-year relationship, we've had a constant argument about one thing, and that is his use of porn. Um, don't get me wrong. I have absolutely nothing against it. I watch it myself, but definitely not as much as he does. He watches it with me in the house, even though I've asked him many times not to, because it makes me feel like he doesn't want to have sex with me. Rightfully so. Um, as soon as I leave the room to have a shower, make him dinner, watch a movie in the living room, etc. He uses those few minutes to masturbate. Well, shit, he's quick, man. <laughs> this guy's, this guy's a stealth, stealth jacker over here. <laughs> I mean, goddamn. How many... What's this, half crazed? Gotta get one. How much five. fucking cum do you have left to do this shit? Jesus Christ, <laughs> Masturbates, bro. yeah. He masturbates daily, sometimes even multiple times a day, and we have regular sex. However, the sex has <laughs> become less regular. I'm starting to get the impression he isn't into our sex as much as he used to be. I honestly feel like he prefers porn over me. Anytime I bring this up, I always make sure to say I'm not angry, I'm just hurt. Then gets angry, tells me I'm overreacting, and basically tells me he will continue with his actions because it's not a big deal. It makes me feel like my emotions mean absolutely nothing to him. I've been trying for a very long time to not let it bother me, and for the most part, can let it go at the end of the day. But uh, and then she hit like a breaking point, basically. Mm. It seems like. Um, do, do, do. Oh. Let's see. Uh, let me ask you something yeah, about this man. Does, does, it, does, it, yeah. does it tell anything about his, his workout regimen? Um, let me see. I don't see anything here. About any workout regimen. Well, look who it is. Oh, hey, fuckers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> look what the cat dragged in. <laughs> yeah. Brett Michaels. Are you, are you sure you're supposed to be here? <laughs> I don't know. God, it bad me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't seen you on none of the message boards lately. I wonder why. <laughs> What do you mean, man? I'm kidding, because I don't get on the message board. Didn't you get banned from every Discord except ours over that Fernando shit? Yeah, and I didn't even do that shit. Yeah, somebody somebody leaked that interview to Fernando that Fernando did on Discord when he said not to record it. Somebody, of course, they recorded it. You fucking idiot! Yeah, they were always going to have recorded it. it. I'd record it. Yeah, and then they leaked it. it. And then, of course, Fernando found out, and they acted like a bitch, and they blamed Rick. And uh, then, why do the shit? Like you knew, how do you not? How do you think nobody's going to record this? Really? <laughs> Blind optimism. I don't know, man. 
Take your fucking stupid ass back to NASCAR marketing and shut the fuck up. Exactly. I don't know what's up with that shit, man. NASCAR, really? I, mean, I don't know. To get out of releasing Why? an album. Why? Like, I mean, they're not doing anything. They're sitting on their ass again. Bro, it's <laughs> ridiculous, man. Like a fucking NASCAR. That's like the worst of the worst, man. I fucking hate NASCAR. I had to grow up with this shit around me, man. Now fucking Guns N' Roses is going to have a damn car in the NASCAR. Fuck yeah, yeah, man. You're What's next? Buy... An arena football team? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be an XFL team, but that'd be an upgrade. Look, well, hold on. They're gonna they're gonna follow the kiss path or something. You know, they're gonna first they're gonna get into a little bit of sports here. They're gonna have their own arena football team. They're not gonna have to watch this fucking cruise. And uh, my <laughs> ass my ass will probably get thrown overboard on a cruise once they catch me on it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, no. In a scenario. Now, if I did manage to get on a uh, fucking GMR cruise and they discovered me, what happens at that point? You walk the plank. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> oh, actually, Mason's that... comment, GNR caskets. That's what happens. There. Yes, that is yeah. absolutely correct. I mean, they're starting to get, they're starting to dip in the toy market a little bit now. You know, we got an axle figurine, a slash figurine. Well, we've had multiple slash toys, but. Yeah, you know, actually, he's doing. They're doing the cartoons now. You know, they did Scooby-Doo. Kiss has done that, too. You know, it's just... Yeah, there's actually... There's actually a Duff McKagan Barbie that's coming out that you just... And it drinks the vodka for real. And it's like... (laughs) And it's it's like, you remember those baby bottles that were the milk would disappear little girls played with when we was kids? It's like that, but with a bottle of vodka. And you just put it in Duff's mouth, and he drinks the vodka. And it's like, oh, where did the vodka go? But when you turn it back over, it magically comes back. Oh, look, Duff, round two. And you just get the nineties stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. As long as he shares the fucking vodka. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Dude, what about this ghost show? Oh, what about ghost, Rick? Dude, I am so excited <laughs> for this crap, man. I can't wait for this show, bro. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh the one at Riverport? Yes, man. We were just What, you guys not announcing yet or something? What are you guys doing? What's so funny? <laughs> I don't We've get been... it, man. What's... <laughs> we was tiptoeing around it. Oh well, fucking cats out of the bag now. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't get the I didn't get the note here, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, that's so okay. good. So I great. apologize, guys. <laughs> don't worry. We, we we threw enough hints at it. It was like it was basically a dead giveaway, anyways. So yeah, I, I think what I told Frost, you might recognize one or two of those faces. That's yeah. gonna be there. <laughs> Is Frost going? He said he was. I don't know. We'll see. I guess if we we'll bump see. into him at Ghost. Bro, you going to Ghost? Damn. All right. Okay, up, listen, man. man. Caputo, we've got a formula for disaster here. We've got a concert at Riverport, and mm-hmm. Rick Dunsford is with us <laughs> now. <laughs> I feel like we've got, like... There's got to be a spark to ignite this dynamite, but the, the TNT is definitely here. <laughs> it, it's gonna be it's gonna be great, man. We're gonna go into this thing. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some good edibles, you know, and just get to enjoy the hopefully. show. Man. Hopefully, hopefully, oh, we better, man. Hopefully, do I keep? Is there sweet tea in my refrigerator? The fuck now? Yes, there is. <laughs> Stump two point oh, <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> no, 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 not no damn stomp. 
<laughs> Mason, for those of you listening to the audio for- version, uh, Mason left a comment that Vic Dunsford <laughs> Stump 2.0. Hey, Stump, if you're listening, I still want to have you on the show. I have gotten so close to contacting that man. Maybe we'll bump into him at Ghost. Maybe. That'd be awesome. We're, you know what he looks like? Right, if you saw this dude pass you, would you know who he was? You know, I don't know. I've only ever seen him in bandanas and shit. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I would like to think I would. I'm not sure what to expect with this Go Show, man. It's uh, going to be a pretty freaking awesome show to go to. Oh, dude, the band band is the last. Like, I loved Ghost, don't get me wrong, but that's the last. That's the least exciting part of this trip for me. Well, do tell. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, my boys are going to be there. Aww. Oh, oh no. yeah, yeah. Frost. Frost says, did you see the pic I sent a while back in Discord? It has his face. Yes, I did. And I contacted him on that Facebook. I've sent him a message. Uh, he has my message. He didn't leave me on red. I just don't think he's uh, checked his messages or anything because it's been a long time. So I figured out that he doesn't use Messenger. Okay, boys, I got a question for you. A celebrity text, a sex tape, okay? You had to pick one. Oh, God. Fucking, fucking Betty White, Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley. Which one are you going to pick here? Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so here's, here's the problem with Paul Stanley. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm not 100% sure it's going to be a woman in that tape with him. <laughs> I fucking knew you were going to say something like that. <laughs> uh, that's that where you got. Well, you don't have that caveat by Elton John. What's the back end, at least? <laughs> no, if there was you know what? No, okay. Well, if you put it that way, I, I know which one I'm getting now. I mean, porn's <laughs> a dime a dozen on the internet. You only get one chance to see this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if there ever was a Paul Stanley sex tape, he'd be screaming, I like girls for like a good oh, hour. I like girls. I'm a dude. Hey, you, ever seen the Paul, you ever seen the Paul Stanley workout tape on the Kiss Exposed? Oh, I've oh, got that. What? Actually, I've got it right there on that shelf, but no, I haven't actually, I haven't watched that one yet. Dude, you need to watch Kiss Exposed. That was like one of my favorite uh, VHS. Uh, oh, wait, that's where they go to their house? Yes, and Gene has. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, I have seen got, that. And then you got the Paul Stanley workout tape. And then, I didn't uh, make it this far. I didn't make it that far into it. I'll have to watch it. Now that I see back then, my VCR was mainly for looks. And I don't know if you can see it, but that little tiny TV on that shelf right where my finger is. Yes, is a, is a little bitty black and white TV from the 70s. That was all I had to watch it on at the time. So it was in black and white. It looked shitty, and I'm not got the attention span for that. But I'm gonna have to break that out again now that I got my VHS. Hell, we might make, we might uh, do a uh, screening of Kiss Meets the Phantom. Oh, hold on. So if there's gonna be a screening of Kiss Meets the Phantom, then we better do this right, boys. We're not gonna do a Kiss Meets the Phantom. We might as well do Kiss Attack of the Phantom, and just because it was the spe- it's the one that came in the history box set, Volume Two. I've got it on DVD. But what was different about this is it's an extended cut, and they replaced the cheesy 70s fight music with kiss music. So you got a fucking fight scene with Mr. Make Believe playing in the background. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> get any better than that, my man. Oh, that's fair enough, man. I don't know. We, uh, 
what do you guys think? Let us know. Should we do a live stream of Kiss Meets the Phantom on here someday? Hey, might as well do Kiss, Kiss Exposed, man, because we got to see the Paul Stanley workout tape. Oh, man. Well, the whole Paul Stanley being gay thing comes from, uh, have you ever seen The Decline of Western Civilization? Yes, uh, many moons ago. Okay, so I think it's part two, The Metal Years, when yeah, Paul Stanley and all of his scenes, he's got like five naked girls in the, the bed with view. him. With the aerial view, and then like with all these naked women, she's like, you know, you think the thing I like about rock and roll is that um, you know, it it brings people together. And I'm like, damn, dude, who you kidding, man? Like, Bro, you you think I just you like him, man. That's like the perfect Paul Stanley impersonation, man. My God, I can actually see yeah. Paul Stanley saying 80s that. Kiss or something else. And it just looks you like know, I like, like Kiss. 80s Kiss. I, I love Kiss. I'm a huge Paul Stanley fan. He's one, he's my favorite front man, but. In that movie, it kind of looks like you really trying to throw off the gaydar with all these women in this in this bed. Yeah, he's very. Well, I mean, it's the eighties, man, and this shit wasn't accepted back then. Now, fast forward to twenty twenty three, you know, this day and age, you know, you can probably have an aerial view of a, fuck, a fucking few cocks going in at them, you know, and that shit would be accepted now. Eighties, that shit's not going to be accepted. Man. Well, it's frowned upon. Then why would he still be? I don't know. He still wouldn't be denying it. You know what I mean? No, yeah, everybody's always said that about Paul. I mean, he is, he is, man. I'm, I mean, look, Paul Stanley comes out tomorrow and says he's gay, but Kiss is still coming to town. I don't give a fuck. I'll go to Kiss. <laughs> Kiss ain't coming to town, and I can reasonably make it there, and you know, have the money to do so. I'm gonna go see Kiss. I don't not. give a fuck what they do on their own time. Like they, you know what? Gene Simmons could murder a man, and then they bring in somebody else to play bass and dress him up like Gene. I'm gonna go see Kiss. Paul Stanley yeah, retires, man. and they bring in somebody that sounds like Paul Stanley and put him in makeup, and I can't tell the difference. I'm gonna go see Kiss. Oh, the old classic Skid Row. Bringing <laughs> in a don't... new singer, man. Sound just like him, man. Come on. That's what Journey did. They looked for uh, their first when they found their their singer. They were looking for Journey cover bands, dude. Like in two thousand, when I went to go see, uh, it was the Kiss farewell tour, like twenty three years ago. If uh, it's yes, that farewell tour. Oh yeah, so, I went um, to the farewell tour uh, two years ago. Three yeah, you know, it's just, well, at this farewell tour, Skid Row and Ted Nugent was opening it, and uh, imagine this. Ted Nugent was a racist piece of shit at the show. Oh, I mean, you don't yeah, say. Okay. Oh, yeah. At this show only? No, at the whole tour, I think he got kicked off. And in Skid Row, everybody was like, everybody thought Sebastian Bach was uh, still with him. I had no idea until like after the show, they're like, that guy was just as good as Sebastian. They're like, people are generally confused that that wasn't Sebastian on stage. Brother, these tickets would have cost a lot more <laughs> if that was oh, Sebastian. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had Skid Row tickets before 2020, and they were not expensive. Like I could have bought, I could have bought a round for the whole gang, and wouldn't wouldn't have been out a hundred bucks. You know, I've seen Sebastian twice, and uh, you know, everybody always gives uh, says Axel's asshole in concert. Uh, you know, Sebastian was kind of the one that was being a diva on stage that night. Oh yeah. Hey. Yeah, it's in Canada. Yeah. I can attest to that, like, bro. Yeah, it was in Toronto when he opened for uh, Guns. Oh, yeah, I was at Hamilton. Yeah, I was at the Hamilton in London show, and uh, 
he was like uh, he was opening up for him, and Danko Jones was opening up too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Danko Jones was not that bad, man. Sebastian gets on stage, and he was like, uh, "These people are taking pictures of me." Fuck you. Talk about security and stuff like that because Guns N' Roses, you know how they have these strict rules about flash photography and then security's yeah. just doing what they're told at the show. You know, telling people to put their phones away. And then uh, and then uh, Sebastian tries to put them on blast and tries to humiliate security in front of the crowd, you know, to get the points here, you know. So, I don't know. I just thought it was a dick move of Sebastian when I seen him. You remember the time I got into it with that security guard in Vegas? Yes, the one that got mad at you for uh, running that. Uh, yeah, uh, with his hair little... slicked back. And... Yeah, man. That dude was he, a bitch, man. He liked me by the end of the second show. <laughs> yeah. Because you remember, like, he he was mad. What happened was, is I was trying to get, I was trying to get Tommy to throw me a guitar pick. So I brought a sign that said, what's your motivation? And when he played motivation, I held it up. And, uh, cause I'd had one from everybody except for Tommy at that point. And I wanted a Tommy pick. So, but I, I didn't want to buy one. I wanted to catch it. It meant more. Now all these picks went up in a blaze of fucking, my dad burned down my mom's she shed where they were storing my picks and my fucking tickets. But you should, yeah, by the way, if that's happened to you, Rick showed me a website where you can get your tickets back. If you can remember the info. Ooh. So that is yeah, they make story. replica tickets. So. I'm going to get my tickets back one day. They're just like $5 each and I've got like 30 of them. And I, yeah, I kind of want to wait. But, uh, so anyway, the, uh, the security guard, he kept yelling at me to put my sign down and then Bumblefoot kept yelling at me to raise it back up. And so who am I going to listen to? Fucking Bumblefoot. Fuck you, dude. You got to listen to security, man. (laughs) Fuck fuck Bumble. He's not in charge of security, man. (laughs) (laughs) He snatches my my sign away and takes it away. And then Bumble gives it back. And then tells me, and then Bumble tells him to leave me the fuck alone. So he gives me this big speech about how if I see one sign tonight, this was night two. If I see one nine shine and I'm going to kick your ass out and everything. So he's standing there and I waited. And then Tommy starts playing. What's your motivation? And it got to the line and I did this. And whenever he turned around, he shot up his eyes up at my sign that wasn't there. <laughs> and then he looked, he looked and then he looked me and I, and I went, ha! <laughs> <laughs> and then he was cool to me from then on out. And fucking Ron's always been great, dude. He's the, uh... Yeah, he always let us get away with doing with the signs and shit, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, I know Chris, he. Chris, you say Sebastian was a dick at your show? Uh, not like a huge dick, like a little bit. I think I like pissed off one at one point or something. I guess maybe it was some sound issues. And I just remember laughing my ass off because he went to go fuck, and then he had like some like the echo or some shit like effect on his mic, and it just sounded fucking hilarious. <laughs> what you think about Danko? What you think about Danko Jones on that tour? Pretty good. I mean, a decent opener. I would say. Was it 2010? Did, did you see that 2010? Yeah, it was uh beginning of 2010. So at my show, man, they uh, I believe it was Hamilton. I kept yelling out "twat" the whole time, and they played it at the fuck. They played "twat," and then uh, the next night they played "asshole" song. Oh, I actually did. Oh. And you know, he. I think that was the only time he did it on that on that uh, 2010 leg. Yeah, since what, like 02? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, then uh huh. Dustin made Axel mad one time because he wrote it on his arm in Atlanta. <laughs> he wrote Axel song. 
Well, all that, all the Axel could see, he couldn't see something. Let me so ask you a question, had, Rick. Whose idea was this? Oh, this was 100% mine, but I <laughs> Okay, there we go. But, you know, like, uh, then I remember seeing, like. And he's like, every time he comes over here, make sure he sees it. And Rick's over here, yeah, in one here. Sure, and then I swear to God, Rick fucking slammed on the brakes. When Axel threw his mic down and he walked backstage, he looked right at me, threw his mic down and walked backstage. And Rick, and then Rick fucking slams on the brakes. Now this motherfucker does a 180 spin. Oh, I think he pissed him off. <laughs> <laughs> you think? No, I think you pissed him off, my dude. <laughs> well, well, dude, I, I have a way of getting him mad, dude. Like, uh, hey, Rick, like, Rick, Rick, I think you huh? pissed him off. I think I did. <laughs> I'm, which I'm okay with that, man. It's all good, you know. Like, I'm pretty sure I'll piss. I'll make him mad a few more times in the future, and I'm okay with that, man. Just gotta leak some more stuff. <laughs> Well, hey, some more shit, I've got I've got a list of things. We're gonna start sending Rick on leak missions, man. <laughs> yeah. I want you to find the most. Mis- I'm challenging you, Dunsford, right now on air because I told my listeners I would. <laughs> next time I talk to you, I'm challenging you to find the most mysterious song on the internet. Oh, Who shit. is that by? And leak Bobby Bloodfeast, uh, uh, the rag. Oh, no, dude, they ain't never played that on air. They don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> okay, that, well, that one right there is going to be the most mysterious song that you'll ever hear. Right? <laughs> no, not really. It gets right to the point, you know. Um, it does get again. to the point, but they don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, that, yeah. Well, I might leak that one, guys, here soon. It's a, uh, it's, it's guaranteed to be a hit, man. <laughs> leak it, hey man. No, oh, yeah, I sent the, that to you, didn't I? Maybe the other Dustin Bones could uh, uh, reenact Axel singing it. <laughs> now you're on the right. <laughs> yes. Skumashi for life. <laughs> See, yeah, I told uh, you they don't know what we're talking about, dude. <laughs> you gotta let Caputo hear this song, man, because it is great. And it, like, dude, it is, we're out, we're out in the streets, and I think it's like Oxford, Mississippi, or something. And uh, Bobby, uh, he was, uh, <laughs> I guess, like the merch guy for uh, Michael Graves of the Misfits. Um, so we're out hanging out. Then I get him; he's got the guitar out. I start videotaping, and he just starts singing at the top of his lungs about uh, he's just freestyling this <laughs> about being on the rag. Uh, and then oh, all these people walking by, and they're about. like. Uh, you see oh, Rick okay. like, oh shit! Like, like you can hear Rick's embarrassed on the tape. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, because this is like people that are just kind of like not used to being around this kind of scene, man. And this dude's out here singing about being on the rag, and you're just kind of like, oh shit. Yeah, it's pretty um, embarrassed, but I probably wouldn't. That be was that lost much now. though. That was lost for a really long time, and then I ended up finding it. Yeah, dude, that's a. Thing. You need to get him on the show, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know. But, I wouldn't know what to but, ask him. We'll get him on band. But you know what, dude? If you go to, um, if you look up on YouTube, it's uh, Michael Grace singing Patience in uh, Birmingham. You remember that? Yeah, he did that for you. Yeah, so like now, if you listen to that, you will hear someone else singing in the video. And that's, uh, and that's Bobby singing that song. You know, that's, uh, he got to join in with Michael singing Patience. And well, what, and what I mean by joining in is he's holding the camera, singing in his drunk voice over Michael. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, same cat. Immediately less interested. 
Hey, uh, was... do you think do you think Marky Ramon wears a wig? <laughs> well, I think we've talked about this a time or two okay. on the show. Like every time he's came up in conversation, yeah, yeah. that's definitely a wig. I'm oh, sorry. For sure. For sure. I, no, well, you know, Phil Spector didn't wear a wig, so allegedly, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, his hair just got big and ugly when yeah. he went to jail. No, he went to jail with a bald head. He showed up to court with a fucking afro. That was this goddamn big. Murder? Huh? Did he go to jail for murder? Yeah. Yeah. Who did he murder? Some crack whore. I don't know. Some cocaine. <laughs> I, like she, I don't know. What'd she do? Mm, I don't know. Apparently, he got off on putting guns on people and shit. Like, he was yeah, a piece he, of he shit. pulled the guns. Who did he pull a gun on? It was some band. Uh, was it the Ramones? Or who was it? He pulled a gun. Uh, I don't know. He was a real piece of shit, though. He definitely deserved what he got. Probably the Beatles, maybe. I don't know. I could be. I forgot who it was, man. I, I saw some documentary on him uh, like years, years ago on VH1. Talking about he pulled a gun on someone, and I forgot who it was. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of pieces of shit in this world, and uh, most of them go and skirt through life unscathed, but uh, not today, because at least three people are going to face the justice of Caputo's court. And I don't have the thing today to go, don't, don't, don't. I'll do my own intro. What the fuck is our budget now? <laughs> low that's why we're on melon and not restream it's even lower it's, yeah it just got hey, a lot lower because we just bought three tickets to ghost why is everybody mad at cops why is everybody mad at cops i don't yeah, know man, who'd, I just... the, who'd they kill this week dude they killed like man it's someone new every week man they got i think there might be two this week oh shit well if you catch one of them, bring them before Judge Caputo. Rick, I'm going to read you this, and Rick, you feel free to give your input on this too, because uh, this is the part of the show where some people are uh, reaching out to ask if they're the asshole, and the only man that can judge them is Judge Caputo. I will be acting as the prosecutor. They're going to act as their own defense, but I'm going to read their defense verbatim before I prosecute and tell you what the prosecution is seeking for punishment. So... I am a 26-year-old female, and I recently moved into my first home. I am also four months pregnant with our first baby. She's married, by the way. Uh, this pregnancy has been very hard. I have a horrible morning sickness, and I've reached a really bad point where I passed out and I hit my head, and my doctor admitted me to the hospital for a week. When I got home, my husband allowed his brothers to move into our two, to, to, into two of our three bedrooms. They were evicted, and I don't know why. One room was my office. It was tossed into our room with papers everywhere. The house was a complete wreck. My cat just scrolled way too far down. Our house was a complete wreck. Trash, dirty clothes, used diapers. I started to cry. Well, I would, too. It was, yeah, yeah. It was uh, a light... It was like a light flipped and my husband was no longer the same. He told me it wasn't that bad. My reply was fine. Then you should have the house cleaned up before I wake up. Completely exhausted. I fell asleep for four hours. I woke up and uh, went to get a drink of water 
and I couldn't because every glass we own is scattered around the house. And uh, they didn't clean a single thing. I passively aggressively started to pick up dirty dishes and wash them. The following morning, I was trying to do my best work when their kids were crying nonstop, banging on the walls and so. Their mom was in her room for hours ignoring them. When my husband came home, he was upset with me over how I didn't take his, uh, make his brother's wife feel welcome in our home by helping with the kids when she was tired. Then continued to complain how nothing was done while he was at work all day in the house, yet the same one he didn't clean. That led to a fight where I told him I am too sick to have company. They need to leave, to which he replied that they are his family and he won't kick them out. So I started to, tr I started to cry again. I was beyond frustrated, exhausted. I physically couldn't do it anymore. I called my mom asking... If I could come and stay with her, telling her the whole story in front of my husband, who at this point was completely shocked and angry. Also, I could tell her he wasn't sure what to do. I could tell he was No, he didn't tell her shit. He said, I could tell he wasn't sure what to do. My mom came with my brothers. I have three older brothers. My mom was super angry and told my husband that since your family can stay, so can we. My mom quickly took charge and I was sent to bed. My brother started cleaning and complaining loudly, loudly about how disgusting my boyfriend or uh, my brother-in-law's family is. Sorry, how disgusting my... She said B-I-L, and it took me a minute to figure that one out. <laughs> Along with that horrible husband, my husband is... How horrible my husband is for putting me through this while I'm sick. I got a text message from my mother-in-law calling me an asshole for not helping my husband clean up the house and for putting... Uh, my brother-in-law in an uncomfortable position by having my mom boss him around. All right. So there's her story. All right. All right. Here I am, the prosecutor. <clears throat> Remember, I am playing the role of the prosecutor. All right, bitch. Let me tell you something. Let me start out by saying you obviously are not ready for motherhood. Okay. You're supposed to be pregnant having a baby, your husband was simply, my client was simply trying to give you practice <laughs> and mother. I mean, if right. you want to frame it that way, by showing what it's like, minus the gross part, this is, this sounds like Rick's house. Only everything is like immaculately clean. <laughs> like, there's definitely kids running around being kids and stuff, but yeah, somehow, like, Somehow this house is my house isn't even clean. Look at it, and I live alone. <laughs> <laughs> I have two, <laughs> but yeah, somehow. Anyway, uh, yeah, he was just trying to. My, your Honor, my client was obviously just trying to give her practice in motherhood, a motherhood which she is purely not ready for. Okay. I don't know. What do you think, Rick? Um, well, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, though. Your, your, your kids are better behaved than this, so I don't think he does have any advice. Man, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, uh, I don't know, man. This is, uh, I don't deal with the, I don't deal with the rowdy kids too much, man. I keep, I don't know. You got three, like you got three good ones, though. I ain't never seen, I thought his next kid was going to be hell. Like I really thought Rick's second kid was gonna be hell, and that this motherfucker'd have white hair by now, be looking like Father Time and shit. But 
no man i ain't never seen like because usually if somebody's got one really good kid you know that next one's gonna be like a fucking psycho some fucking how <laughs> rick broke that curse know, yeah they all three seem to be pretty good man so fucking knocking yeah. on wood right now man don't need to go on that wall street <laughs> welcome judge it's time for you to uh make your ruling all right I mean, I do see your prosecutor. I do see your side of the, of the story, maybe, but also it's like, homegirl's pregnant. She's going to do so much, you know. It's probably probably in that whole like throwing up, fucking constantly phase. So, um, I mean, were, was her reaction the best? Probably not. I would say definitely. Oh, well, maybe not definitely, but I would say no. Um, hmm. Not guilty. It, it, it is it is tough because I want to. Uh, it, it's like she's like it's like both. It's like <sighs> kind of assholeish in the way she's like, yeah, I'm fucking leaving for the weekend. Like, yo, really? What? No, she didn't like, leave. Her mother oh, came. Oh, she tried to leave, and her mother decided to move in with them and take control of the situation. Oh God, I gotta get outside help. She called in the big dog. She called mom. Jeez, I only had to call Mama Dunsford one time. And I still feel bad for it. Should have called Nanny 911 at this point. Or whoever that British chick on TV was. Um, That's a bullshit. I never had to call Mama Dunsford in on a situation. <laughs> Not unless her sister was trying to kill me. <laughs> Which. It could happen. Could very well happen. <laughs> So, anyway. I mean, it's very, yeah, that, that, her killing someone could very well be possible. You know, that is definitely believable. Dude, I guarantee Amanda's got a body out there. I, I, I'd put, I'd put $5 on before we die. I'll bet you five heaven dollars that before we die, Amanda's going to have at least one body. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I can see that. She when she got kidnapped that time, we ain't told that story yet. But when she got kidnapped that time, she wasn't in that van for very long. No, she wasn't. Hey, what's the smoke? What's the stuff you guys were smoking? I'm smoking pot. I just got my vape. <laughs> that, that's awesome, guys. <laughs> Recreational drugs are fucking great. <laughs> times I know, man. Hey, like, what would be the most fucked up superhero you've never heard of? Aquaman. I don't know. Any of the superheroes on the boys. Those people are fucked. <laughs> no, I mean, like, all right. The boys. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I love that show, dude. I freaking love that show. Great show. No, you guys ever heard of a comedian called Stephen Lynch? I think no. so. Maybe. I've heard of him. Uh, I, prob I probably know his face if I've seen him. Well, um, he has a song called The Superhero Song, man. And, uh, and I've been. I was, this guy was been around for a little while, man, but you got to check it out, man. He uh, he has the audience uh, get involved, you know, coming up with some of these unique superheroes, like Veltrex, man, Buttsex, man, you know, just different <laughs> stuff like that, you know. He, <laughs> and he reenacts their uh, their powers and use. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, like Buttsex, man, you know, he's considered the most effective superhero, you know. So, like, you got someone robbing a house, come, you know, with the TV. But six man flies in. Hey, put that TV down. And then like, wait, what the fuck? Like, you know, he's just going. That, you, know? <laughs> you know, then activate. And then you got, and, but then you got the female version, okay? And she's the, go go the pegger. She's the pegger. 
Okay, oh, so she goes after the. <laughs> strap on, always attached. <laughs> go, go, gadget. What the fuck? What the fuck is this divulged into? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta judge yeah. some more people, man. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Oh. Here's here's a, here's another situation we've all found ourselves in. Am I the asshole for giving away my brother's parrot? <laughs> My brother Don has an African gray parrot that he fell in love with. Uh, he fell in love with our uncle's parrot when we were young, and he always wanted one. And uh, when he got a job where he could take care of it, he got it. Um, Don is neurodivergent. I don't know what that means. He had trouble connecting with people, but he loved that bird, and it seemed to return his affection. Don didn't like to travel or to leave his home or do much besides work, play video games, collect Pokemon stuff, and interact with his parrot. I, on the other hand, try to get out. Uh, I get out of town whenever I can. I also use every second of my vacation time and my PTO. Wait, you have both? Bitch. Damn. Can I apply for your job? I know, right? <laughs> I kind of hope she gets fired so I can apply for it. Don passed Damn. away. Don died or passed away just after New Year's. Uh, he didn't have a girlfriend, much less a wife. Uh, he did have a will and left me everything, including the parrot. But I don't want the parrot. So trust me, after listening to my brother talk to the African grave for the last 20 years, I know more about them than anybody ever should, uh, including that they can live up to 60 years. That would have been great for him, but I, on the other hand, am not planning on taking care of any human children I have for the next 60 years. So I talked to my parents to see if they could take him. They said their condo doesn't allow pets. I checked with the rest of our family, and nobody wanted to take the, take on the commitment. I contacted a local bird rescue. They only take wild raptors, and uh, which I just found out are like hawks and shit. Oh, okay. I was gonna say like they only take the, the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried the zoo, but they don't accept birds either. So I guess because there's a chance of disease or something. My brother loved this bird, so I wasn't going to do anything stupid with it. Ash was actually growing on me, and I was considering keeping him. But lucky for me, uh, uh, Ash and my uncle finally, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, lucky for me, my uncle got back to me. The parrot's name is Ash, by the way. Okay. His parrot had died a couple of years ago, and since he is in his late 40s, he didn't want to adopt a new one, so I gladly invited him over to see if he liked Ash. Uh, he told me that he and his old bird uh, has met Ash, and, uh, that even, and they've even been over to Don's house for a play date. I was like, excellent. So uh, my uncle knows more about them than I do. Ash went to live with my uncle. I thought it was the perfect solution until my mom called to chew me out for imposing the bird on my uncle because he doesn't make that much money and birds are expensive to take care of, I guess. You rich bitch, I guess. I guess I, I spent a lot of money. on. I, I fucking know when I spend a lot of money. Not that it was any of her business, but my brother had left me a nice chunk, uh, nice chunk of change and an impressive collection of Pokemon stuff. I'd already told my uncle that I would be paying for food and vet bills for Ash. I even volunteered to bird sit if he needed when I'm uh when I'm on in town, uh, I don't know. I, I know Don would want that. Uh, she is still saying that it was a bad decision to give her brother the bird. I probably didn't improve our conversation by giggling when she said that. I honestly think that I did right by everyone involved, but mom disagrees, and I need someone with no skin in the game to tell me if I'm missing something. 
Um, I'm gonna say no, not the asshole, because it was it was a mutual thing. Obviously, his uncle, I guess, kind of wanted it. It's not like you impose it. You take this fucking bird, or I'm gonna whatever. It's not like you're threatening. I'm gonna kill shit. this bird. Yeah, I'm gonna kill this bird in front of your face and fuck take it. Like you're not holding a hostage. Like, yeah, dude, it was I a mean, mutual thing. His uncle was cool with it. Okay, cool, whatever. Yeah, just do what I do, man. Stray dog comes up in the yard, dump it off at Rick's house. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> No, man, because look, every time a freaking animal shows up near me, I, I find a way to get rid of it. I'm like, I'll take them back right to the freaking church and drop them off, man. No, no. <laughs> yeah, auction this off at a bake sale or something. When the stray dogs come up, yeah. Uh, okay, well, there's two not guilties. No. Um, okay, last one. We're not going to get to you, uh, guy who I done closed out. All right, so Rick, you might you might have want to you might have a say in this one too. Ooh, Am I the okay. asshole for hiding my condiments from my wife and children? <laughs> now I know Rick, you've never done that before, not even so much as a snack cake. So No, that's a lie. I have plenty of times, my man. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't even gonna play no nah, man. <laughs> nah, really. In fact, I might have some hidden right now. Ooh. <laughs> My wife more or less takes care of the house and the kids. When I'm home, I take care of the honeydew list and then uh, do my part around the house. Before I got married, I lived with roommates and I never had any problems. Uh, we were all immature adults who uh, respected each other's boundaries and we didn't accept any repercussions. Um, let's see. Our house has a large kitchen with lots of cupboards. Our pantry is under the basement stairs. My wife leaves just uh, the basics in the kitchens and the cupboards. She says that everything we aren't going to use up that week can stay downstairs. I'm the only person in the family who eats certain snacks. Neither my wife or kids like my stuff. So I asked for one shelf in the kitchen to put my stuff, not one cupboard, but uh, one of these three shelves out of uh, 11 cupboards. So my wife agreed that that was fair, and, and uh, it has been that way since we bought the house. So I keep uh, I keep soap candy. I don't know what that is. Salty licorice, uh, things like that, where I can always find them, along with my personal balsamic vinegar and a few and other things. sugar-free uh, gummy bears? Haribo, yeah. You need those. <laughs> uh, and if you've eat some of those already, you might want to pause the podcast. and Well, no, I'll just take it in the bathroom. Leave we'll a review on Amazon on. for those, too, while you're at it. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here for the last few months, my family has decided that since my shelf isn't full, they can stuff whatever they want in there for the most part, it consists of a bunch of giant condiment packs from Costco stuff that belongs in the pantry. You have a place for that. Throw it the fuck away. I've asked them to not do this and, uh, take my stuff down from the pantry. I'm getting kind of sick of this. So I just started pulling them out and leaving them on the counter. They ended up back on my shelf, so now I hide them around the house. When when it come when they come looking for salt, pepper, garlic, toast, my God, look at all these fucking disposable sauces you have, bro. I I speak to them in clues. Boy, I sure would be salty if I found that in the basement under the sink. <laughs> it's funny, but it's fucking petty. I'm sorry. Yeah. Then they have to go dig it out from behind everything in there. My wife says that she understands that I can stop doing that, or says that she understands and that I can stop doing this. I agree, so I promised that I would only do this to, uh, to stuff that wasn't mine and if it was on my one single shelf. 
She said I was being an asshole, and I agree. <laughs> but I don't, <laughs> I don't think that I'm alone. That solves my problem. <laughs> Bro, you just pled guilty in Caputo's court. That's never happened. <laughs> Yeah, that's very rare. <laughs> well, I guess we can stop reading now. Um, yeah, this guy just admitted it, so whatever. All right, well, Thanks. This is the fucking Caputo easiest score, sport I've folks. ever been through. All right. That motherfucker just broke down on the on the witness stand. Yeah, either. <laughs> Terrible uh, liar. Yeah. So I guess you're Fuck on the <laughs> Yeah, I'm done with taxes thanks to TurboTax. That story is legit. I really did file my shit two weeks later, federal and state, both in my bank account. Hey, you did direct deposit? Fuck yeah, I did direct deposit. Oh, yeah. That would be the Christian thing to do. I ain't going to wait on the IRS to write a check. Hell, they don't wait on me to write one. No, put that shit right in my savings. That's it. (laughs) If I owed them a dime... They'd have me penalized and everything else long before they notified me. So, fuck no. Fuck no. But with that, I mean, guys, Ricky, you want to stick around for the song? Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. So right. I like that attitude. Uh, let's see. Let me be, check. That would be the that would be the Christian thing to do, I guess. So, fuck it. Let's do yeah. this. Well, um. <laughs> What do we know about? I mean, we know song? quite a bit. We know quite a bit. What do we know about uh, the Juju Hounds? Oh, not shit. <laughs> well, I guess we're going to learn something today because uh, this is Bucket of Trouble by the Juju Hounds. Let's take a listen. Okay, we're off like to a good start. Pattern. It's pretty cool. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's hot and heavy. I was expecting to hear, I've tried to see sunshine. <laughs> no, the drums have to be really <laughs> slower for that. You gotta get the well, same sore and fill. You know. I'm digging this, dude. I love that little guitar right there. Yeah. It's always hard when it's a good song because we just want to listen to the song. We got a show to do. Uh, Chris, why don't you dive into these lyrics a little bit? Let's see if we can't make some sense out of this madness. All right. There isn't really actually that many lyrics in this one. So uh, you'll probably go through this all in one take. Um, uh, I said, what do you want? I said, what? I think you better go where the lights are low now. Try to come to blow. Play you one more song now. You want to know the score. 
You're just a bag of trouble. You haven't got a clue. Your face ain't too humble. In the chorus, uh, do you want to do it? Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it again? Ah. Yeah. And was it just repeat that? Yeah, it repeats twice. And then there's like another verse. And then it just repeats the chorus again a couple more times. Do you want to do it? Well, these are typical easy Man, this ain't a typical Izzy riff, though. Nah, man. This is punk rock. It's gonna like this shit. Where he does like yes. something that's like two and a half minutes. Yeah, dude. This shit's awesome. He's breaking out the church organ, man. He's, yeah, in, he, he's invoking shit. Jesus. Literally. I didn't take too long. Bucket of trouble. Yeah, man. That's, that's, that's some good shit. Damn right. Well, um, <laughs> funny enough, uh, it's not going to take that long for us uh, to uh, get right into our uh, final thoughts. Rick, do you want to go first? Uh, I wanted the song to suck, so I can just give you a three-word review for a bucket of shit. But the song ended up, <laughs> the song ended up being pretty good, man. Uh, yeah, definitely got a, a lot of punk vibes out of it. Um, I don't know, the mixing was kind of weird, but and the echo in his voice, you know, a lot of uh, effects in it. But I mean, it, it was pretty good, though, you know, definite punk vibes, and I like that with it. Is well, that just not like that? Is it on a scale of one to five? What number would you give it? I'll give it a 3.5. Oh, uh, 3.5. No, he's got he's got a variety, though, like. Hmm. Some Izzy songs are really popping. Some of them are really punky. Some of them are kind of bluesy. Uh, I sounded kind of like Slash on the guitar. That was a pretty rocking guitar solo. Uh, who's going next? I'll go next. All right. Oh, dude, it's punk rock Izzy at its finest. I feel like a lot of, like, at least on this show so far, when it's a sh more shorter <laughs> Izzy song where it's like, you know, two and a half, maybe no more than three minutes. Usually give it a really good rating. And I think Izzy's really good at these like fast paced, uh, let's get right to the point kind of punk rock songs. Um, to me, like I literally envision this being like in a Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack or something. <laughs> like you can imagine like um like hearing like some fucking ska song and then this comes on in the playlist after. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like good skateboarding music, honestly. Um it's really good shit. I like it. Um three point seven five out of five, I'm gonna go with. Oh. Well, oops. Bring Caputo back. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry. Well, my my thoughts are very uh, similar. I also uh, quite enjoyed this. I like punk rock Izzy because most of the time Izzy doesn't um, have a tendency of making a whole lot out of the lyrics, and sometimes that can really work. Like here, this it really worked in this song. Sometimes it doesn't work so much, but grows on you. Like here comes the rain, and then sometimes it just doesn't work at all. And I can't think of one off the top of my head. Go get the ball, y'all. Yeah, go get the ball, y'all. That was <laughs> that was fucking dumb. Like the whole song was "Go get the ball, y'all." For yeah, those yeah, of you yeah. who don't remember, yeah, go get the ball, y'all. Yeah, that was stupid. Here comes the rain. Who sings that? Izzy. Izzy Stratton. 
And oh, it's just dude, I was thinking I was thinking that fucking Beatles song, uh, Here Comes the Sun. My bad. No, it's just it's just it's like it's like it's like blood in the water. It's just here comes the rain. Here comes over the rain. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But fucking masterpiece. Okay. You know what we should somebody out there may use you know, here's what you guys can do. Here's a, here's a project for somebody. Take Blood in the Water, all of those Izzy songs that's just one line, mash them all together and make a whole song. And uh you, you could if you can figure you out a way to make yeah. them rhyme. But uh no, for this one I really enjoyed Bucket of Trouble, so it's it's going to get it's getting a 4 out of me. All right. All right. So there we have it. But what did you think? Let us know by heading over to gunsandradio.com and jumping all up in that Discord. And we will be uh, there with you. Tell us your thoughts, your opinion on this matter. And be sure to come back on Saturday. Because on Saturday, we are continuing Tender Loving Duff, our month-long tribute to Duff McKagan. Not just an excuse to burn off some shitty songs. Yeah. I mean, so them. far it's been pretty good for doing that, but yeah. Yeah. So uh, what song will we be listening to on Saturday? Um, continuing more from the Tenderness album uh, this Saturday, we're going to be listening to Feel by Duff McKagan. Ah, we're going to get all in our feelings. Well, yes. we've got, uh, plus we've got a special guest that's going to be joining us to defend the honor of Duff McKagan since we've been shitting all over him this month. And uh, <laughs> he's been shitting on him for the last four years. Yeah, that is fair. <laughs> he, he's he's requested to come on to be able to defend Duff, and now he knows what song we're going to be listening to. So do I. I didn't, and it, I probably won't remember it by Saturday anyway. So yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> which we're taping immediately after this, and I still want to. <laughs> but Rick, man, thanks for coming on with us, man, and hanging out for the whole show here. Uh, Dude, it's great, man. It's been a minute. It has been. We've done this in a while. Uh, we talked just about every fucking day, but we 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 hadn't recorded it in a while. But yeah, man, thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you for watching on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And of course, if you're listening to us on Spotify, thank you for uh, downloading or wherever you're listening to us. Thank you. And you know what? I almost forgot something. I'm over here getting ready to sign the fuck off for the night and just go the hell to the house. I done forgot to find out what we're going to listen to next week on Guns and Radio. Yeah. Yeah, Lord. Damn. Damn. We almost forgot that. Um, Dustin, why don't we go ahead and spin that wheel? Let's see what's coming up for 209. All right. Let's throw it to you, Ice T. Let's see what Ice T has for us this week. Get in the ring. Oh, shit. Well, thank you, Ice-T. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, Let's go. That's a good one. The greatest diss track in rock. Are we fucking ready for this? Yes. Uh, yeah. We're, we better be because next week we're getting in the ring, motherfucker. Yeah. We even got a bit that we planned when we first started the show for that. Oh, I still remember. I literally popped no. right back in my head. I said, oh, yeah, we're doing it. Uh, well, He's telling we'll, the truth. We'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it uh, next week. You'll just have to tune in and see what that is. Be sure to come back for Shotcast Saturday. Thank you guys for joining the live stream and catching the replay on all these beautiful platforms. 
And until next time, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 I'm just going to keep watching. This is great radio right now. Yeah. All the more reason to go to YouTube and see our video version. Yeah. <laughs> I say, we've been uploading video versions of past episodes and stuff. The whole archive is going up on YouTube. So definitely go uh, youtube.com slash at guns and radio pod. So. Yeah, they're not going to be in order, but you'll just have to get over it. Yeah, uh, we'll put them in a playlist <laughs> order or something. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, 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 we'll take care of it. But until next time, I am Dustin Bones. This is and- Cheeseball. Yes. And on behalf of our, our esteemed guest as well, Mr. Rick Dunford, I am Chris Caputo. We're going to see you guys next week, episode 209. It's time to get in the ring, motherfucker. Peace. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's called get the, the money. Ring. Get in the ring.